Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to another edition of the Wrestling Roundup. That's what we're calling it now. Going to call it. Joining me today, as ever, is the very loyal, very reliable, very dependent Aaron Franklin. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, Lou. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very well. Thanks. Just, I've just got kind of slightly annoyed at you know people who who can't make plans, but other than that, yeah, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, it's just uh, it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. But let's get right into it then. The rest and the roundup. There's only one thing that I guess we need to talk about. Uh, this week is another round of WWE releases. Uh, some quite big names in there. Some less less kind of well-known names, but still sad all the same, I guess. So the full list is that got released on well, Thursday night, wasn't it? Yeah. Nia Jax, Eva Marie, Maya Yim, Harry Smith, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Lindsay Dorado, Grand Metalik, Jeet Rama. Uh, Katrina Cortez, Trey Baxter, Zeta Ramia, Jessica Mia, B-Fab, who signed a contract last week, Orny Larkin, Amber Moon, Frankie Monet, Scarlett Bordeaux. Um, out of those, who would you say is the most surprising? Uh, There's two for me. Um, Keith Lee's probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by Karrion. Yeah, I think the, the Keith Lee is the most frustrating one for me. I think like yeah. it's just I don't really know what's what's happened. Like he had such a good NXT. Well, he didn't have a great NXT even at first. They didn't really know what to do with him, and it almost looked like the, the main roster looked like they knew what to do even more. Like they had Survivor Series 2019 where he went to Tony Roman, nearly won the thing at the Rumble uh, with Brock Lesnar. Ooh, big boy! <laughs> like the building this guy to be a fucking huge star. Finally gets to the main roster after his NXT one way wins, becomes a dual champion, first person ever to do it, beats Randy on clean. Nothing since. Oh. Like what the fuck happened? Like I know he had he had COVID and he was off TV for a bit, but like surely that means you you give him more of a chance, right? Uh, do you think Vince has dropped a bollock here? Massively so. I think I know he's like 36, which I guess is all, but where's the old classic goes in the show that we always talk about? Bobby Lapis is 45. He's still young. He's still young in today's wrestling terms. And he's one of the only big guys in wrestling who can can move in the ring. Like, you, you think 
does finish just like big guys who can't move and just literally paralyzes go in there and beat shit out of people because that's what that's what it seems like to me I think not so. interested not interested in the big guys who can actually move in the ring and be athletic and it's Keith Lee's a bit of the best of both worlds isn't he he's like the best of got the you've got the good beefy guy who can go in there and pack a punch you've got a guy who can go in there and pull off the athletic moves and kind of keep up with some of the cruiserweights yeah that's it I guess um, I saw someone compare him to uh, Bam Bam um, on, on Twitter this week which I thought was quite a good comparison of like in terms of, of what he can do in the ring for a, for a lad his size but also in terms of how Vince is going to look at him and maybe if he was just going to be an upper mid cadder but that's quite a good place to be after a while but it just seems I think what frustrates me the most is he's just been repackaged to the Bearcat Keith Lee, which awful. apparently he said like wasn't his decision but you just don't get a chance. It's like the Alistair Black thing early in the year. It's like you have all those vignettes and then before he gets on TV, he's he's gone again. Um, and it just it it just seems like they're not given a chance, but it also just seems very random. Like, how can you get invested on anyone on the main roster when they could just be gone? It's not even people who have kind of not been used. Like there's some list, there's some people on that list like that we've not even seen for a while. Um, like Maya Yim, I know Keith Lee's wife actually, or mm. Oh, fiance, I think. Um, not seen for a while. Lindsay Dorado, I think he asked for his release in the Grand Metal League. People like that were not seen for a while. But then there's people like Keith Lee. He was on TV like, what, two weeks ago? And then yeah. he's just kind of released. And it's like, well, how can you get invested in any new character? If we're in the first month, there's a bit of you just going to think, Do you know what? Don't, don't fancy this anymore. Just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. What, what frustrates me is... We've gone a lot on the show about we've seen that match 20 times in the last year. We've seen that match six times in the last month. All they're doing is making the roster smaller, which which means that you're going to be seeing the matches more than that. Yeah, that's it. They've got three hours to fill on Raw. It's not easy to fill three hours. Like You think you could put on a 10, 15-minute Keith Lee match against a different opponent every week, and that's like a good segment of the show. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's hard to because, like, normally, like, I'm quite the WWE staunch WWE defender or E John as we're known um, on the Twitter these days, or the uh, the Vince Els, um as this guy's known. But it's just hard to defend sometimes. Like it, it, it really is. What do you say? You know, when you kind of like trust the process, give them time. They're not giving them time. They're not no. trusting the process. There's reports coming out that Keith Lee's had a bit of a bad attitude backstage and uh, has not enjoyed jobbing to people, but I'm, I can think of worse people, like, you know, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, who've had a lot worse attitudes backstage back in the day and have come on to become big stars. So I don't really see that as um, a potential issue with, with, with Keith, but, yeah, it feels like they dropped the ball massively on, on Keith Lee. I don't know what the hell's happened, but it seems like Vince really liked him at first and he seemed like it was going to be a big deal, but um, yeah, just I mean, you, not given a chance. You get you know, it's, it's similar situation really for Carrion. Yeah, he's huge in NXT. Well, he's huge, huge in Impact. He's massively huge. Came across to NXT. NXT was huge again. Went across to the main roster and just dropped to Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and this is it. And this is like, there's people like me at the time going, trust the process, trust the process. Like, they'll be they'll be doing something, he'll get yeah. Scarlet back and, be, and then he comes out in that fucking leather mask. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, it's not good, but we'll see what happened. And I was still kind of hoping for like a shoot promo type thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. 
fucking Goldust when he was seven in WCW, and he's like, I'm sick of this crap. Like, and I just, but but no, he just carried on. And, you know, and then Vince apparently thinks he's not getting over. Well, no. People aren't going to get over when they, yeah. they come out um, into the first match and just job. Yeah, I'd say he had the cool entrance. He had the, the Scarlet as his manager. He was just completely different. You know, he had the, he had the mm-hmm. singing entrance and also, and it was, it was really, really good. And he looked like Taylor made for me in Rossley because he didn't really feel like he ever fit properly in NXT. Yeah. At the time, NXT was kind of like indie-rific, wasn't it, a bit? Which is not a bad thing because it obviously produced some really great pay per views. Um, but yeah, he just uh, yeah dropped out to Jeff Hardy. I was kind of like trust the process, but then they've done nothing with that. Um, didn't lead anywhere. They put him in his leather mask, and then they took him off TV for a bit, and now they've released him, which yeah. feels like a hell of a waste. But also, it feels like what was the point in NXT if that's what they were doing? Hopefully, with NXT two point these people kind of coming up, it's more like developmental in terms of the kind of making people who do you look for on the main roster because it almost feels like Triple H had one idea of what wrestling should be. And he's going, okay, I've made these people really good. Here you go, Vince. They're over now. And Vince is like, nah, actually, nah. No, I fancy that. Right. Yeah. It's just basically destroyed everything Triple H has done with all, all these wrestlers. Yeah. Um, NXT is supposed to be de- developmental. It's developed them. Made them into big stars, and then Vince just shits on them. Yeah, that's 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 it. And it's like after a while, like how do you how do you defend it? Like how do you? you can't can you? you can't there's no it. logical. There's no logical reason that I can see for, for WWE kind of doing doing this. Really, like it, it just saving money. I think that's what it's coming. Yeah, down it's to. saving money. But like uh, after a time, surely. Unless they're just kind of planning on bringing people like Bron Breaker like immediately and just not paying him as much. Like, because I was looking at the, we're going to WWE Live tomorrow night or tonight as this comes out. Um, and, you know, the card's like a good card. And I'm looking forward to going back to the WWE event, but it's not the strongest card I've ever seen. No. There's um, a couple of matches I'm really excited about. A couple yeah. of matches that, to be honest, I'll be going for a piss slash going to the yeah, bar. That's it. Like, and then it's like when you think of all the stars that just released, like, I would be very, very excited to, like, say, for a Keith Lee match. For instance, like obviously you've got the big matches like Charlotte versus Sasha. Um, but then, yeah, you've got kind of stuff like Jeff Hardy versus Matt Moss and Natalia versus Shayna Bezler. <laughs> so it's like Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal. Yeah. But then you have got Sotaro versus Walter, which probably might convey my match of the night. Yeah. The one that I'm most excited about, if I'm honest. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And the NXT triple threat match, actually. Mm. Tomasa, Sammy and Bron. But yeah, it's just kind of it does. They don't feel like they've got loads of huge stars at the moment, and like obviously, like this is a SmackDown show with no Roman Reigns, and you can or Usos, and you can kind of tell all the new day actually. Um, so there's like a lot of top stars missing. There's no one else to yeah. really feel like they're replacing them at this point. No, I mean and, out out of the releases, Lou, are there any in there that you're not surprised about? No, I'm not surprised. On Nia Jax, I'm surprised for different reasons. I just never thought they would let her go with her being the Rock's cousin. Uh, even Marie literally just got back like in what, August. Yeah. I guess they used it to get Dewdrop over and then that was it. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, Ember Moon's another weird one who I thought like should have been a big, you know, when, when the, the women's roster is severely lacking at the moment and they're, they're back to doing, you know, we're getting, we've got Sasha versus Charlotte on SmackDown now. That's going to be the feud. We've seen that before. Then we're going to go to Becky versus Charlotte for Survivor Series. And it's just, you know, Bailey's out, so it's just the free horsewoman at the moment, just kind of swapping well, yeah, opponents. 
it's what we were spoken about earlier in, in this year. We've seen these matches 50, 50 million times in the past. Yeah. Please bring it, some so, new talent in. That's it. So people like Ember Moon, she went up to the main roster, didn't really do a lot with her. She injured herself in a in 24-7 title chase of all things. And then she went back down to NXT, had a few good feuds in NXT, and then they've kind of they've released it. Like obviously, yeah, she maybe not fit the new the new NXT. We'll put her back up on the main roster. The same with Finn Balor, that seemed to work. Yeah. Um, so why can't you do the same for like Ember Moon's a fantastic athlete, I think. I think she's she's really, really good. You kind of I can't believe she's not had a main roster title, and I really can't. She's one of the one of the best female wrestlers out there. There's, yeah. there's not there's not that many I could probably count them on two hands. That's um, the, the best finisher in the business, male or female. Mm-hmm. I think with the eclipse. So that one was the, the the big one outside the headliners of Keith Lee. I guess Keith Lee was on TV recently. Wasn't he? Nia Jax. Um, I'm, I'm quite gl- I don't mean it in a nasty way because I don't wish job losses on anyone. Yeah. I'm quite glad she's gone. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't playing on the best matches, was she? Um, she's a dangerous know. worker. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before she broke someone's neck. Yeah, that was exactly. it. Um, um, and I, she I did don't... come across as a bit thingy. And obviously, apparently, um, we should be calling Naya anti-fax. Because <laughs> 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 that's apparently one of the reasons behind some of these releases. I can't numerous sources. I think it's on Fightful. The New York Post first. She's, try, she's trying to make out as though it's because she's asked for a, a second mental health break, isn't she? Yeah. It does seem a lot of these where like Vince is just at the end of his tether for like for, for right or wrong, possibly wrong in most of these, except for the anti-vax stuff. Like if you need it to kind of wrestle in New York, for instance, then mm-hmm. you have to get it, don't you? Really? And that's just kind of how it is. Um, or if you're traveling across the UK, for instance. Um, but yeah, some of the stuff it seems like Vince has just gone like, you know, you hear about Keith Lee having attitude issues, like I don't necessarily think he has. He's probably like really bear cat or something like that. Oh, do you want me to <laughs> do you want to do this or Carrying Crossback really just wearing this fucking little mask and like is that an attitude issue or is that just kind of isn't that what they want normally or what they've always wanted in the past? I mean it's an hard one as well, isn't it? Because you think if this was two years ago, you'd be thinking, oh yeah, these these guys, or even a year ago, these cars could go across to impact, they could go across to AEW, they could go across to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is now non-existent. Yeah, Ring of AEW, AEW's roster is jam-packed. They they surely can't take anyone. I mean, I would I would think like if Bray Wyatt's gonna he's gonna land there, isn't he? Um, I think yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen, isn't it? But you you would think like I don't I can't see Karrion Cross as a I think he'll have to go back to Impact. I can't Imp- see him yeah, hundred percent he'll go back to Impact. Hopefully, I, I think, think we'll be in Impact. I mean, AEW almost immediately. As soon it as it's not competes up. I think most of them have only got thirty day non competes. Yeah, because they're all on NXT contracts still, which kind of makes them. Um, yeah, and then Lindsay Dorado and, and, and Grand Metalik, I, I guess you're going to see in, in, in AAA or, or CMRL or something like that. Um, and JPW, I think that could yeah. work for them. Well, that's the other thing as well, is that it's hard to get across to Japan, isn't it? I know they've got New Japan Strong filmed in America. Um, but main roster in uh, New Japan, it's going to be hard for some of them to, to get into. I guess at the moment. Um, I think Naya's just going to end up going back to a plus, plus model stuff. Yeah, I can't see Nia Jax. She doesn't strike me as an AEW type at all. I don't think the taker. Um, Impact, maybe. I could, can you see her popping up in like Shimmer or something like that? Because I just, I just can't see it with Nia Jax. Like, no. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Nia. I, well, I don't know what Nia Jax is going to do. I don't, um, but I think she may be one who's, who's kind of done done wrestling for the yeah, most part. Like, like I say, wouldn't be such a bad thing. 
Um, yes. Yeah. No, I think she's not kind of a, she's not a popular wrestler. Let's, let's be honest. Uh, another one in there, Harry Smith, resigned in July. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, at first for NXT UK, and then he wasn't used on NXT UK. They decided to spend a lot of money on him while he's using for the main roster. Um, and he didn't. <laughs> That's the story of, of Harry Smith, unfortunately. I think he's had a few dark matches. Um, they made a big deal of it. I remember because he he was the like mm-hmm. in a dark match before the first show in Houston. I think before they had fans back for the first time. Yeah, and then yeah, it didn't really go anywhere. It's just I don't know. It's a very weird world we're living in where WWE are releasing all these wrestlers. They've always in the past had a fairly strong roster. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they're just giving away talent now to the other the other. Competitors, should we say? Um, That's a, yeah. Hard, you would you would kind of think that squeezing them in. Yeah, you would think that almost like they don't. I mean, I know there's rumours at first, wasn't they? Of um, they were trying to overload AW, so they went bust. But I don't think that's going to happen because AEW aren't a profit making company, but they don't need to be because they're kind of backed by a billionaire. Yeah, he's got more money than Vince McMahon. So. Yeah, so it's like I, I don't think that's what they're doing. I think maybe they, they, it's true that they don't care about AEW in, in some ways. Um, or they just think these people I think their, their perception of AEW is for the right or wrongly is that it's kind of more of a niche product than WWE so these people like Keith Lee will be popular in AEW but might not necessarily be popular in WWE I don't necessarily believe that myself but I think that's the mindset um, of WWE I, 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 I mean the way I look at AEW is AEW is for hardcore wrestling fans yeah it, WWE is more of a casual product now yeah I think I think that's true, and I think I think that's how WWE see it as well. To be honest, I don't think they uh, kind of see themselves in the same league as, as AEW in, in that sense. Yeah, obviously they're they're a much bigger company. Um, yeah, and I think that's probably the reason why they don't see AEW as, as competition. Yeah, because that's it as well. Like, and it, it's as much as we're kind of like, oh my god, Keith Lee carrying cross. Do you think the average viewer of Raw SmackDown would 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 care? <laughs> you know, like. My family watch sitting down to watch Fox on a on a Friday night. And I think, oh, why is that got Keith Lee fella gone? But maybe don't care as much as, as kind of we do when it comes I mean, to these things. It, it, it's hard, isn't it? Because you SmackDown, you if you tune into SmackDown, you tune in for Roman Reigns. Yeah. You tune into Raw, you tuning into. Well, that's it. I think they've they've done they've got Seth and well Edge is taking time off again now, isn't he? But yeah. Yeah, Becky Lynch, I guess, is their big star on Raw. Just they just don't seem to have as many big stars anymore. No, no, and I think it shows, doesn't it, in the in the ratings and stuff. That like, you know, you look at when they add John Cena onto to cards and the ticket sales go up immediately. Even yeah. like you know Roman Reigns, I'm the biggest fan. They, they tried doing that in um, Long Island, um, where they're kind of behind AEW on ticket sales at the moment, and it didn't really have that much of an effect until mm. they announced the match. Weirdly, of him teaming. With the Usos against the thing, it's the new day in Drew McIntyre, right. <laughs> and that has uh, has shifted some tickets now. So they are getting there with that, but yeah, there's no big stars. Is they were certainly not at the Rock and Austin days these days. Um, no, but I mean, you look at I mean, you look at AW, and they've got some got the got all the, the big stars. I'd stay apart from Roman Reigns. They've got all the, the big stars, aren't they? Um, yeah. Problem is with AW, you haven't got the TV back in. Um, they haven't got enough airtime to let all these wrestlers. Debut or be on screen every week. That's the problem. Yeah, that's it. And it just kind of it almost feels like, you know, AW got a pay-per-view next week. And it feels like outside of Hangman versus 
um, Adam, that's no, Adam Cole, <laughs> Kerry Omega, they've kind of thrown a pay-per-view together as well, which feels very out of character for, for AEW. It's almost like they've got too many stars and they're not sure what they need to do with them. Yeah. You know, like the book, Teddy Kingston and CM Punk on the week's notice. It, it gets to that point, though, because you've obviously got 100 superstars, wrestlers, whatever you want to call them. They all want to be on the pay-per-view. We can't yeah. let them all be on the pay-per-view. Yeah, it just feels like with AEW at the moment, like they signed CM Punk and then two weeks later it was it was all out and then um, Adam Cole turned up and then Brian Danielson turned up and it was almost like, oh, you know, you almost forgot about CM Punk for a bit. It just kind of had him in the background. Yeah. Up until this week. It's tough. I mean, AEW probably needs another hour on Rampage. Yeah. Um, another hour on Dynamite and probably a third show to make yeah. it work. That he probably need to use Rampage as the, the developmental side of it. Stop putting all your big stars on, on Rampage for me. Yeah. Um, and make a second brand, have a do a brand split. I think they might need to do a brand split at some point. I guess at the moment, Rampage is in a bad time slot, isn't it, on a Friday night? Yeah. Um, but if you use it for your event, developmental, you might actually get. Yeah. Because that's it, like, I guess Dark and Elevation. Is it Dark Elevation now? No one's really watching. No, well, the YouTube channels, aren't they? Yeah. YouTube shows. Yeah, even when they put um, Brian Danielson versus uh, Suzuki on, on the internet, yeah. didn't really, I think he didn't go over 100,000 100, viewers live. Um, so, yeah, it's just the, the, the W releases, it's a strange one. Um, speaking of NXT call-ups, the dark match for SmackDown this week was Johnny Gargano versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um so interested to see what they do there. If they call up, apparently their contracts are both expiring at the end of the year. If you're them, do you sign? Do you do you do you resign for WWE? Or no. do you jump ship like Adam Cole? Jump ship, wouldn't you? Well, here's my thing, right? If it doesn't work out, it's not like they're gonna languish there forever like they would like two or three years ago. If it doesn't work out, they'll probably get released anyway. <laughs> so if That's I was there, true. and this is the same how I felt about Adam Cole to an extent. I don't think Adam Cole would have lost anything by going to the main roster and then being released like in March next year or something. And he could have still gone to AEW and had the same impact. Yeah. But at the same time, I can kind of see why he didn't. So it's kind of one where Adam Cole, I was very surprised that he didn't choose to go to the main roster. But in some ways, Mm -hmm. I can see why they would not want to. But I I just think you might want to give it a go. I don't know. It could work out. Like, you know, Matt Riddle, something's going, he's, he's doing well. So there are people, like Finn Balor obviously won the Universal Championship at his first pay-per-view and stuff. I know it's a long time ago now, but it happened five years, five years ago. So I think there's kind of, there's still an argument for going to the main roster, in my humble opinion. But I can see why people would kind of back out of it. But yeah, also, as we're saying, AEW is getting pretty pretty busy. Like, you could easily just get lost in shuffle in AEW as you can on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Difference is you'll stay in AEW. I um, just don't think... Okay, so there are a couple of bits of news this week just before we kind of end, end the show. Yep. Um, so we had Kalisto or Samurai Del Sol. Oh, uh, yes. Debut on AEW. Yeah. Um, Tagged with Eros there? Yeah, against yep. FTR. Um, but I think the most talked about thing um, was the misspelling of Broadley's name on yeah. Twitter which has caused a massive stare on Twitter. Um, apparently, Chris Jericho's got some massive beef. Um, a couple of other people have got a huge beef. 
including O'Reilly's wife as well, which was the most surprising I thought. Um, like, I it's was, an easy mistake, isn't it? It's an easy mistake to make. It could be autocorrect. I could. I just don't see why you have to do it. Like, even if they genuinely thought that Gully Star Samurai Del Sol was kind of, you know, just trying to get, I guess, just trying to get clout, clout chasing. I guess that's what they were kind of having to go out yeah. for. Just you know, it's it's going to look classless, isn't it? And I almost you, you expect it from Jericho <laughs> these days because he just he doesn't seem like a great guy. If I'm being brutally honest, like these days, like. <laughs> There's just something about Jericho in the last couple of years where I'm like, I don't know if I like you, man. But, <laughs> but then, yeah, for what his wife, I thought it was, it, was, it was kind of, it was disappointing, but I guess she knows her husband better than anyone. Maybe they had beef and I, I, I don't know. It's, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Maybe, but I mean... But it just, I don't think you would do it in public. It's, it's, I just think it looks, it looks classless. Yeah, I mean, if I had a pound for every time someone spelled my name wrong over my 30 years of life, I would probably be a billionaire. Yeah. And I thought about... I regularly get called Mark for some reason. Um, mm. <laughs> just honestly, that happened in the last five years. Nearly got stuck in Slovakia because that's a different story for a different time. Um, and fi- final bit of yeah. news: um, John Moxley is in rehab. Yes, yes, he is. Obviously, our well wishes to to John John Moxley. Um, yeah, Kent seems to kind of blew that one, didn't it? Um, but I think it's been handled as best it it could given the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, it probably came out in the. It's come out in the blue for fans. Um, a lot of his friends said that they could see the signs. Um, I suppose a lot of that gets hidden on TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish him all the best. Yeah. Especially he's got a young family. Exactly. Yeah, and they just moved, haven't they? I've been I follow Rene on um on Instagram. Yeah. I think they've just moved back to to Ohio where he's he's from originally. So, um, yeah, all the best. I thought CM Punk's promo on that was quite good. Yes. On Dynamite, where it's just like, you know, if you, if you need help, get it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, reach, reach reach out. I think that's about it for news this week. Yeah, that was a nice line to end it on, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> news Yeah, so we'll call it we'll call it a day for that, for the news. Uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining, Aaron. Oh, thank you, Lou. Thank you for joining. Te- oh, wait, no, it's not here again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Oh, Aaron, no, we've got one more bit of news. Oh, what's this? We need to go through the um, Crown Jewels <laughs> results. Of, of course we do. Bloody how hell. could we forget? Bloody hell, we nearly signed off. I'm hard to get them back. Hopefully they'll be, everyone's realised that there's five minutes left. I can't remember any of them. Right, what happened? Um, oh, the big boss man defeated uh, Aaron Anderson to become the new henchman champion in the opening match. Um, well deserved. Yeah, well no deserved. One, no one likes Aaron Anderson. It's not a crowd favourite. Another Vince with the title, not since he got his gun out. Um, and then there was an open challenge at the, the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, Samoa Joe has the Big Bad Wolf, an absolute banger. Came out of nowhere. Um, and then obviously the Big Bad Wolf won, but it was a, a, a hefty match. And then what else happened? The tag team championships were on the line. Uh, the Vinciders actually got defeated uh, by the head, the original head business, uh, business horse and business pig. So they're, they're the new tag team champions. What's going on there? What's going to be the big Bart Wolf's um, intentions now? Yeah, what, is, what are his intentions? Is he going to go for gold now that his stalemates have got it? Still, <laughs> no point intended. Uh, <laughs> is he going to go for that? Um, and then one of the Vinces, but I can't remember which one for the life of me, won the KFC Championship. No, I can't McMahon, remember. McMahon says Ford. McMahon says Ford. 
won it in a in a, a triple in a four way ladder match. So you can maybe see where I was going with that. <laughs> but they've defeated Ram Noodles. Um, I'm sure there was more matches than this. I remember there wasn't. It was a short period. Oh, the big one, Terry Peters, who's not here today. But maybe that's because he's recovering from his big hell cell win over the spooky skank. The spooky skank is no more. It was a shock. It was a shock. He won with a, a head scissors through the, the hell of the cell, which I don't think anyone saw coming. Um, spooky skank may be dead. Spooky skank may be dead after that. He got head scissors right through the uh, right through the cell. So that was a big shock. And that was a semi-main event. And then the main event, the boyhood dream came true. The BMG, the big male gorilla, defeated Snake Bin Pants to win the Wrestling Around Wrestling Federation World Championship. And he brought back the original green belt. What a match that was. What a match. Five-star match. Uh, what were the Franklin Starings? I can't remember. The final match was a, a five-star, I do believe. Classic, um, yeah. Or was it a 5.5? I think I might have gone 5.5. Right, bloody hell, it was good. Um, so the first match, boss band match, um, was two and a half stars. Um, Solid, that man. I've got, I've got the order that you went into at that match. And the tag team match was three stars. And the Montez Ford was four stars. Any match with Ram and Noodles, man, is always solid for. Yeah, it's good, yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't write them down for the first time ever. So I'm kind of just trying to remember. Just trying to wing it. <laughs> yeah, just winging it. So what are we here for? Mm-hmm. Overall, I think it was a solid eight. Eight out of eight out of ten for the, the 10. whole pay-per-view. Yeah, it's a good, good pay-per-view, I thought. Um, and obviously now we start the build to Snakeskin series um, and I can exclusively reveal that it is it's going to be the Vince's it's gone too far it's going to be a four on four match for control of the wrestling around wrestling federation the Vince's and team wrestle around who's going to be on team wrestle around we'll find out on Wednesday night when the qualifier matches happen oh. Some yeah. sort of war games. It's going to be a traditional snakeskin series match. Elimination. Nick Cage. I don't know if we could do any cage, Aaron. I don't think the game um, will allow us to do that, unfortunately. Well, 2K, if you're listening. Um, next we time, demand we want war games. games. We want war games for next time. You've had like two and a half years on this game. And it's not like you've got to render any wrestlers because there's none left. So mm-hmm. you may as well just put in war games. Create we'll... a wrestler mode is going to be absolutely insane. It's going to be absolutely hammered by, yeah by me so yeah so join us this Wednesday for the fallout of uh, Crown Jewels uh, what do you think of the Crown Jewels set I was very proud of it was it vinges all over the over, yeah, yeah it was yeah. And, then, and then there was a big penis as the as a titan trend it's brilliant tell you it was snowing but you know what, mm. can you, what can you do I didn't know if it was um, obviously vinges or if it was a uh... Randy Anderson had an accident with paint. Well, that's that's what I heard, but it it did it did look like it, and uh, yeah. But um, sometimes it was it was unsubtle, and there was too many penises references in there, but not for me. Is Randy Anderson going to get the sack? Well, I think he might have to because he's screwed up another set, hasn't he? He's, he's, yeah. it's, it's still all over the place. Um, we'll see why he comes up with snake, the snakeskin series. He's doing the uh, the decor again. <laughs> so I've heard. Last chance. Be? Snakeskin series coming up. Um, but yeah, Terry thought it was, it was just no. Legends. Right. Straight, straight. So, so on, on that, 
we will finally wrap up. So thanks for joining Aaron. Thanks Join very much, Luke. This Wednesday for Turning Point 2004, who will be on the show? We don't know. Um, and then join us uh, Wednesday night as well, twitch.tv forward slash rest around half seven-ish for yes. the fallout to Crown Jewel. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.